Welcome to the Open Doors Initiative podcast. My name is Jan McDonough. We work with companies, NGOs and government to create employability for marginalised groups. These include people with disabilities, migrants and disadvantaged youth. And you can visit us on opendoorsinitiative.ie. One area where we can support is with advice on change loss and managing adversity. I interviewed David Joyce of the Irish Congress of Trade Unions to see what suggestions and information he has for people about employment and new working conditions. This interview was recorded via online conferencing software, so please excuse us if it's a little scratchy in places. Thank you. David, you're very welcome. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Thanks, Jen. To kick off, could we look at maybe what is the impact so far of COVID-19 on the world of work? And what has the response been up to now? Um, so in, in, in Ireland, um, obviously hundreds of thousands of jobs are going to be lost. Hopefully that, that will be a temporary issue. But um, the economy is grinding to a halt due to the crisis. And so we've been very busy in the Irish Congress of Trade Unions seeking to get measures introduced to try and you know mitigate that 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 phenomenon um and that culminated in a package of measures announced by the government on tuesday evening the 24th of march um uh, and that was following you know wide-scale consultation with ourselves with business and, and other stakeholders and included um uh, you know a number of important um initiatives including an increase from two of of from two hundred and three euro to three hundred and fifty euro for both the COVID nineteen pandemic unemployment payment um, and also in the rate of enhanced illness benefit and of course the one that everyone is currently talking about and trying to get their heads around which is the new COVID nineteen wage subsidy scheme um, which is being administered now by the revenue commissioners. All of the detail is on the Revenue Commissioner's website, but but basically it it's a scheme that enables um, workers, employees whose whose employers are affected by the pandemic to continue to receive significant uh, incomes directly from their employer, um, and it's a it's a temporary scheme uh, at the moment. Will operate from uh, Thursday, the twenty sixth of March. And basically, it's available to all employers who keep employees on the payroll throughout the pandemic. Um, and, and the importance of that is that it allows that um, link between employer and, and worker um, for when business picks up after the crisis to be continued, you know. Um, and of course, also, it, it, it lessens the pressure on the intro offices trying to deal with 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 people you know in in in, in difficult situations um, employers have also been encouraged to facilitate employees by operating the scheme you know retaining employees on their books and you know where possible to uh, maintain a hundred percent income for the period of the scheme so basically seventy percent of the weekly um, average take home pay will be subsidized up to a maximum of 410 euros 
uh, and and we think it's a it's it's an important um, initiative. It it follows and um, it follows what's been happening right across Europe. Um, it'll help put workers' minds at ease and enable them and their families to kind of meet the immediate challenges um, at hand. So, David, just to follow from that, if the if it happens and someone actually loses their job. What does that mean for people, particularly for marginalised people? Well, yeah, it's a good question, Jan. And I suppose the the whole point. I mean, we well, you know, we we know the impact of unemployment um, has on people, and I suppose in particular um, marginalised groups that perhaps are not as well represented in the labour market as they should be. Um, and and I suppose. Um, we'd be very anxious to try and ensure that all of the great efforts that people in all sorts of different spheres have made to, to ensure that those people get op- equal opportunities in the labour market are not lost in this crisis. And so the whole purpose of those measures is to keep everyone you know, in, in, in contact with the labour market. And, and, and indeed also, I think it's important to note that people who have been recently laid off as a result of this should really contact their employer now again to see if they would like to avail of this scheme so that, you know, employers can now, you know, on foot of the introduction of this wage subsidy scheme, decide to maintain a relationship with people who, you know, up to three weeks ago, there was absolutely no danger of of people losing their jobs. So I'd encourage people to do that, to talk to their employer. If it's a unionized workplace, you know, talk to your union, you know, let them raise it so that um, we can try and ensure that, um, you know, uh, of course, some workplaces won't be able to keep people on. But for those who have that option, um, and this scheme really uh, offers an opportunity for for people to try and do that uh, in, in a serious way. Some marginalised groups, such as people with disabilities, are particularly affected by the current situation. David discusses this in more detail. We can't sit back and hope that people won't be excluded. You know, we, we need to pay attention and action to make sure that, for example, people with disabilities are a key player in the processes that, that are now in place. Um, and also that, you know, they don't become overrepresented in the numbers losing their jobs, etc. You know, um, so in other words, to, to raise the disability flag in all these discussions as well. We also discussed the various health issues facing different groups. The health of of people can be impacted as well by difficulties in maintaining um, physical distancing. So older people, for example, or people with disabilities who depend on help from others, um, that can be difficult. So there there have been issues about the um, supply of personal protective equipment for people working in that sector which of course not only protects them but also protects the, the the people whom they're trying to provide a service for as well you know david and myself also talked about issues around working from home and how best to accomplish this before the crisis um you know tips for good teleworking if you like included things like the importance of management support 
um, appropriate tools, training, apps, etc., being available, clear expectations on both sides in terms of when you can be contacted, etc., time sovereignty for people, so allowing people to be productive in their own space, you know, at their own time, and things, just simple things like having your own, organizing your own workspace so that, you know, you're not interfering with others in in the household who are going about their business and allows you to i know that's not easy for everyone but i think you know we, we just need to try and figure that out um in in our own homes etc and of course it's, it's very important then to turn off and relax you know this kind of notion of always being available and uh you know the right to disconnect sort of is, is i think is even more important during during the crisis. Like many of us, David is now working from home. He discusses what he does to make it work for him. I, I, I think um, for me personally, I've tried to keep up a sort of workday routine. So getting up as normal, getting dressed, you know, um, going to the workspace and trying to start your working day as normal, you know. Um, I mean, it doesn't have to be via Zoom or whatever, but, you know, I think it's important to try and keep contact with your colleagues in whatever way you can. It can be a phone call. Um, it can be some sort of, uh, you know, even a WhatsApp call, anything at all, you know, that, that gets you talking with people, you know, in, in as normal a way. Because, you know, we all have these informal conversations in workplaces every day that have kind of disappeared, you know. So I think it's important we try and keep them going in, in, in as creative ways as possible, you know. We are supporting this with other podcasts and a toolkit of practical information and links to help with new working patterns and other change. These will be available on our website, opendoorsinitiative.ie. If you wish to submit a comment or question, please send it to info at opendoorsinitiative.ie. Thank you.